The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this Halloween day, October 31st, 2023. Remember, our show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on their first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all of their great articles and other great podcasts, such as No Credentials Required, Tuesday night, so it's Craft Brood Sports with Mike and the guys over there at CraftRootSports.com. High low, low sports with uh, DJ and Kelsey. They, they're the best in the in the football business. Those guys know know everything that there is to know about college and professional football right across the board. So make sure you go check them out. And a uh, friend of the show, Aaron over at Brutally Honest Sports. So make sure you go to uh, the uh, bellyupsports.com to check all those shows out. And thank you very much for making this a part of your day each and every day from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Uh, yesterday, I wrote an article about the woes of the Calgary Flames. It's up on uh, the 1420sportsbar.com. Uh, you guys go check that out and have a read on it. But Dave and I went a little overtime last night. Stayed for last call. I guess we were, were calling it on Monday nights and discussed the uh, the Flames' woes and what they can do moving forward. They go, go back to the trade of the uh, getting Huberdo from from Florida last year with the, the Kachuk thing. We kind of beat that, didn't beat that to death. We talked about that. And then everything else going on with the Calgary Flames. Yeah, they, they have the same record basically as the Edmonton Oilers, but the Oilers have a, uh, they have a couple of uh, aces in their in their hand right now with McDavid and with Dreisaitl. And the, the Calgary Flames don't don't have that right now. So me and Dave, we got into it a little bit last night and discussed that at length. So uh, let's give that a listen and we'll get, uh, yeah, and get, I want to get you guys' response on the Calgary Flames. And like I said, make sure you guys go to the, the 1420 Sports Bar dot com and check out that article uh, that I wrote about the Flames. Even if you're not a Flames fan, it's pretty intriguing stuff about what they got going on there and how it's just uh, it hasn't worked at all and it's only going to go uh, from bad to worse in the very near future. So here's Dave and I from last call at the 1420 Sports Bar podcast last night. Heritage Classic, and he goes, oh, we just go stay the course and and find a way to win. We're, you know, we're, we're really close. You're not really close. So those two, those two teams or those two players, they seem to not give a shit. And it's it's odd to see that. The, and it's not odd, but these are two guys who very were very loud in their opinion about Coach Daryl Sutter last season, and Sutter was let go uh, mid mid season last year. Now these two guys are still coasting away. Now you got Huberto. Uh, in the first year of an eight-year deal at ten and a half million bucks a year, and you got uh, you have Kadri in his second year at seven million bucks a year. So all of a sudden, that's seventeen million dollars. If you want to do the math, like you said, Dave, that's twenty percent of the cap that the Flames are, are spending on two guys who don't seem to give a shit. They don't. It's there's a lot of questions. I have more questions. I, I that Brad Treliving, the the manager of the Calgary Flames, and now who is the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he got a promotion. Um, the pressure is just a lot. The bright the the pressure is the same. The the lights are just brighter in Toronto. The 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 fucking shit that he left behind here in Calgary, Alberta. 
if I was a Flames fan, I don't know what I would do. I I know how to divorce teams. Uh, give me a call. I'll send you the paperwork and what you got to do. 1-800-FUCK-YOU, yeah. At least have a trial separation because you guys are so fucked because your two highest players don't give a fuck and they're not producing. At least with the Oilers right now, um, they, they're underperforming on the ice and that is clear by their record. But your two highest players are two of the top five players in the league. Dreisaitl and McDavid want to win. They play well together, and they're difference makers. Calgary, your two highest players, I don't know if they can play in fucking Europe right now. They're that bad. Well, you, you look at Kadri, he's got the, those two points. He's a bit of a mouthpiece, always kind of has been when he was in Toronto. Like, he he voiced it, and it's not, it's not, a, it's, it's nothing to do with anything, but he's he's a mouthpiece. And he always finds something wrong with everybody else. It's never him. And then Huberdo, like, somehow he had 115 points two years ago in, in Florida, and now he's got absolutely, he's got, he's at five, he was, I think he was 50 last year, 55 points last year. It's a 60, it's a 60 point drop. Yeah, you get butt hurt. Yeah, he got traded yeah 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 but the thing is dave if he's so butthurt about getting traded from florida for kachuk and that deal that the flames were were forced to, to make the deal I, I i i get it it was one of those deals it looked like a, a very good hockey trade at the time and kachuk's turned out to be one way and and huberto's went the other way but if huberto didn't want to be there why did he sign that contract extension that's on you that is completely on you you little prick but that's 100% on you because if you're if you're that good, you would have got that money somewhere else. You didn't have to be a, you could have went free agent after the same thing, the same way that that Kachuk had you the same the same deal. You could have went anywhere else. Why did, if you didn't want to be in Calgary, why did you take that deal? Or is this a situation where Brad for living, he signed that deal, convinced him goes oh fuck, he this is going to turn out well, and now for living goes I'm because for living didn't get. Didn't not get re-signed. He just didn't get not re-signed in 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 uh, in Calgary, right? It was one of those. I was things. I was told he was offered a contract. And he he just, said no. You, but no I'm thank good. you. Yeah, yeah. So right. this so, what I think when that when that trade ha- happened, like you know that that Goudreau, the last second uh, leaving town, uh, was a total kick in the nuts to him. And then he at least, at least uh, Kachuk came to him and said, "There's no way I'm I'm signing after this year." And that's when he made the trade for Uberdo. And then Uberdo, they had a a supper in Montreal. And that's when, like, because they still had a year. Like, like there was, oh, excuse me. There was a year on that contract. There was no rush to sign him. Like, uh, it, and and for, for Treliving to give Uberdo 10 million bucks without even stepping Ten and a half a year for eight years, without even stepping foot on the ice in the well, putting the flaming sea on was a massive, 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 massive mistake. And for living, and for living, knew that this this offseason when he went, I'm out. I'm going to go to Toronto, and it's because this it's, team's it's, fucked. Because Kadri, we signed Kadri. Yeah, 
It made they're sense. Already, they've yeah. already got rid of one coach. They're going to get rid of another. They'll try to and on and on and on. And now I'm going to give this to fucking Craig Conroy and everything else. And the, the problem that they got there in Calgary now is that two years from now, three years from now, when they're going to have a new building. If this team stinks and the economy's tough, David, I, I, I don't want to talk money and everything else, but I'm going to. If this team stinks in three years, that new building's going to be empty. And it's going to be it's going to be a tough look because Calgary's a tough town, man. And if that team stinks and the ticket prices go up and on and on and on, you aren't going to have people going to that fucking build, that new building. It'll be a, it'll be a one year brand new building, and then after that, you know what? You're like, holy fuck, what the hell? All the all, all the suites are going to be sold. Um, all the all the luxury suites are going to be sold. There's going to be a good season ticket base, but where you make your money is the walk. Cups and and this team that they're putting out right now, there is going to be zero walkups, and they're going to find out really fucking quick because who's going to come and watch this team? It's not only that they're bad; they have high-priced players playing that don't give a fuck, and and they're not good. Like like so, where like where's the thing? It, it's it's really similar. Like I like. As much as I hate comparing the two teams, it's like Denver Broncos and Calgary Flames. I've made my peace with the fact that Denver Broncos suck. Like the Denver and Cal- Denver Denver Broncos and Calgary Flames are the exact same franchise right now. One twelve franchises, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, and 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 they fucking suck. They fucking suck. You know, you look at and, when, and, when the Rogers Center or Rogers Place in in uh, I can't remember Rogers Place there in, in Edmonton was done. It was basically done the same time that McDavid was uh, coming up into the league and everything else. And uh, and he's which was more lucky than good, but yeah, it, it worked out right. And yeah. one of those things. And if if uh, if Nassim Kadri and Jonathan Huberto are your selling points for new building in Calgary? That's a bad selling point, man. That's a that's a for sale sign waiting to happen. It's 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 not good because now you you you've had you've had Huberto here for eighty eight games, I think it is now when it's all said and done from last year. Some some games he didn't play, and then this year in the uh, this, the seven games they played this year. That's a big enough sample size to tell me this guy doesn't want to be there. This is a big enough sample size to tell me this guy's not good. This is a big enough sample size to tell me this is going to be a wreck for, for years to come. It's not going to get better. Like he's, he's a, To me, he seems like a pouty little prick. That's what it seems to me to me. And this is year one on a ten yep. and a half eight-year contract. Eight like, year like that is – it's such an anchor. I don't know. I don't know what – like you know, as much as I'd love to see the failure of the Calgary Flames franchise, I do feel bad for first-year manager Craig Conroy, who's been waiting forever. He's the new GM, yep. and Mike Hushka, who's a guy been toiling away. And like, like so, like you finally get your chance to do it, and this is the fucking hand you're dealt. It's like you know, it, it, it's playing cards, That's and you terrible. finally make it to the. To the World Series of Poker, and you're dealt uh, a two-eight offsuit every single hand. Like, how am I supposed to you get know, money and, on this? And for, hand? and for a team to, to they don't want they don't want Stanley Cup since '89. They had that 0-4 run, and they haven't done a fucking thing since. 
in between. Really. Like, really. They've been garbage. Around here, right? around and there. Nothing. And they've had garbage. I mean, everything's right? the same way, 100%. But it... Oh, no, I agree. We all know how a, I feel it, about Edmonton. It's, it's, it's why it's I can criticize top draw things, getting free agents to Canada. It's a top draw getting free agents to Calgary. It's, it's top. I, I totally I disagree with that. I totally disagree it's a top draw to get uh, free agents to Calgary, to Calgary and Edmonton. I, I, I get it. Guys that want to play hockey and guys that want to win are going to want to come. They're for sure. Like, what, what, like how, is, how is Detroit better than Calgary's? I've never been to Detroit, but tell me how the fuck Detroit's better than Calgary. How is Pittsburgh well? We talk this all the time, Dave. Calgary's a is great. Like, Calgary's a team, great fucking city. When teams bottom out, then you have a chance. When teams are relevant, are are are, are just mediocre for a long time, that, that that's a problem. And that's what Calgary's been for a long time. Make the playoffs, lose around. Make a playoffs, win around. Make the playoffs, win around. Lose around. Yeah, like. It's 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 a waste of fucking time. It's an absolute waste of fucking time. Don't blame it on this the fact that these uh, cities are in Calgary. If you're if you're if you're uh, if you like playing hockey and you're good at hockey and you can succeed at hockey, you're gonna fucking love playing in Canada. You will. No, love I I agree with you. But the thing is, again, and I, I no, I one hundred percent. Like if you if you win a anything in in canada they will name schools after you they will name you got that you. fucking right you you are a king and like you you won't pay for meal ever again but the thing is is that you know what i don't mind being warm right i don't mind not paying taxes so I mean, actually me and dan were talking about this last night that the the best gig in the world might be to be an LA King. They were really good. They won some cups and they were making, and those boys are making a lot of money. And uh, they were famous just enough and get to hang out with really famous people. That might be the best job in hockey is being a Los Angeles King when they when, when they won those, those two cups. Depends what you want though, right? Because if you're some fucking hayseed from Moose Justice Gatchwin, yeah, right? You know, like, are you going to be comfortable in, in, um, in LA, like, because because to keep your game successful, to get to do what got you into the league, you're gonna have to continue doing that. And hanging out with movie stars ain't your gig, right? It ain't your gig. Like hanging out the thing. Like you just want you're a rink rat. You want to go and play hockey. And 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 there's I would I would I would assume seventy percent of the league is like that. That to to maintain their 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 place in the league, their spot on the team, and what they got to do, they got to work. Like your your body is is your job, right? Maintaining. Like how you hanging? Where you hanging? You don't hang anymore in professional sports, specifically hockey, which is the toughest sport. It's the most physical. It's, well, the it's most games a whole bit. Like it's not most games. Yeah, and you got these NBA pussies that need like that could only play like one point five games a week, and and oh, I need a maintenance day. You don't get maintenance days in the NHL. It's, it's no, it, you it, play it, every it, night. It's yeah. yeah, for for a tenth of the wage. Do you you suck it up? Like, is the problem 
with Huberto and with with Cadre is that they're just a couple of pricks. Let's call <laughs> spade a spade. Go for clickbait, whatever it is. Do you think they're just a couple of fucking pricks who just like I I, I got paid. I don't know. I, I I we got rid of one coach. I'll get rid of another, and I'm here forever. I never liked Cadre. Um, I didn't like him as a leaf because he he was stupid on the ice. He was stupid on the ice. He took yeah. costly penalties that cost. He cost a, a couple of series of right, right. Yeah. and then he and then he got to uh, Colorado, and he happened to be there. He was a contributor. I'm not saying he wasn't. He was a contributor, and then he started talking shit. Right as soon as he got that fucking cup in the hand, he started talking shit. And then, like you, when you got a shit talker, and you're signing him on a free agent contract for six more years, like fuck that. Yeah, he's I, got the he's got the re, he was a contributor. He wasn't the reason Colorado won that cup. You know, you you look at the all timers and who are great great stars and everything and, and superstars and everything else. And I I wouldn't put Cadre in any like. You, I have a train of thought. I'm trying to catch it before it, it uh, drives out of the station here. But you look at guys that are really good. They don't say fuck all. And I'm not putting I'm I'm not putting Mike Medano or Cadre in Mike Medano's sphere of, of of excellence by any means. But you, you look at guys who go to teams to, that they want to win, like the. Uh, uh, who was well, the like, guy like that Luke was Robitaille who went to, to to Detroit? Didn't say a fucking word. They just they just went and won. Like Mike when, Pekka. I like Pekka. I like so Pekka I. a lot. Right? You know, like so. I'm going to compare Pekka and Kadri same player, kind of, sort of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like a totally difference. Like uh, Kadri has a little bit more sandpaper to his game. And Pekka didn't work out with the Oilers. And same, same, same Sam Pepper, but uh, different size yaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same Sam Pepper, sandpaper, but like a, just in a different grade, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But I think and it didn't work out for Pekka. But like you know, I still have more respect for Pekka than I do for for Cadre. Because um, like, like I like the, the pronger the pronger back in 06, whatever it was when when the, the strike was over and uh, Pronger and Pekka signed with the with the uh, with the oil and yep. the Oilers uh, gave gave both of them basically a chance because both of them were kind of out of league a little bit and Pekka was great like he re- researched his career and obviously same with with Pronger. The, what fucking Cadre's doing, like whatever you're trying to, like yeah, you're gonna have more money than you know what to do with. But what you're doing to your legacy, yeah, you have your cup, but you're turning into a fucking piece of shit. And it and, and, and Huberto's even worse because he went. I think he went first overall in his draft year. And yeah, you got your your 115 point uh, year. So you went. And you got traded, which you had to agree with, and then which you had to sign a contract with. So that that's on you, Huberto. You signed the contract. No one begged you to. Nobody. Nobody. You could have said no. I'll sign somewhere else because he would have got a contract anywhere he wanted. Anywhere. Do you he think that he agreed to it? Do you think that Florida GM deserves the GM of the decade, like? Like so, so Uberdo got that 115 point season, yep. and then like he ain't that fucking good. He ain't that. I fucking saw some. I, I yeah. I I did, and then like okay, you, know, you want him? Okay, yep, yours. It was too quick. Done. So yep. I, it was it was a, a July night 
or June or July night, I was in Medicine Hat and I was umpiring a, a game there. And I saw them. I went for a piss. We we're on the on the balcony and I uh, or the patio, I guess, whatever it is. And I, what the hell? Because I didn't know the background of everything that happened. Jesus, that's a that's a rather big trade. You know, Hoover's got this. Kachuk does this. Like, it's Jesus. a massive trade. But and it, was, it, was, it was like it was on a Friday night. It was it was like let's just hide this one away for the weekend. and We'll just put it over here. I was like, Jesus Christ. And it turns out, well, you know what? Florida really won that deal, like 100%. Because Florida doesn't do anything last year without without Kachuk, right? Right. Well, you know, Kachuk gets, I think, too much credit. It's uh, Bobrovsky or whoever that fucking Oh, the team's good. Obviously, the team's good. Yeah, I don't think they're they're, they're not as good as the Leafs. They're not as good as the Rangers. They're not as good as... But. They're not as yeah because of a roster. <laughs> that, right? that, that 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 team got you, that, that team somehow got 115 points out of fucking uh, out of Huberto. Yeah, we, well, right? well, out of Uberdo, you know, and then also too, right? They got the Chicago doesn't beat Pittsburgh on game 81, then they're out, right? On and and on. So yeah. so like that 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 thank God that Florida Panther team got their comeuppance in the cup cup final. Right, because they weren't that good. They just what? caught lightning in a bottle. They they got hot, but when you get hot like that in baseball, you're in the World Series. Look at the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know. And when you get hot like that in in the NF in the NHL, you just can't keep the the, the you can't keep the accelerator to the floor the entire time. What in baseball, uh, I think you can. A year from now, we're sitting here on Halloween uh, Eve. 2024 doing this same old same old uh same old jibber jabber what's uh more likely to be the uh to happen huberto's bought out codry's bought out or ryan husk is fired ryan husk is fired it's impossible you got six years of you can't buy those fuckers out you got this is this is huberto's First year of a $10.5 million contract for eight years. <laughs> First year, this is year one. You're stuck with that 10.5 for eight yeah. fucking years. And you got five years left of Kadri at six and a half, I think. Seven. Who's ta- no, he's seven? seven. Well, well, I don't know, but like like there's no one gonna take that shit. Right? There's there's well, zero. they buy him out. But but you, when you buy out, like, uh, like I don't know, yeah. I don't know this. But then, then like so like now so there's a lot of so lawyer and accountants speak coming into that. But yeah, it's well if, it, if it's six years of six million dollars, if you buy that guy out, then he's gone and he can sign for whatever anywhere. But now you have what I say six years of six million. So you have now twelve years. Of paying him three million dollars a year that still counts to your cap. Yeah, no, it's 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 a for a living. He uh, when he the guy was him. willing to leave like that. <laughs> he, he, I knew there was something coming up and there was something not going right because Flames fans should be just as pissed at him as they are at uh, the, the two players we're talking about. It's 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 crazy to think it's gonna it's turned out this way. Anyways, no, it's it's a it's a, not a fun. It's like my mom's a big Flames fan and she's quite disgusted with that 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 hockey team and 
it's uh, like I said, I, I wrote a little article for the 1420sportsbar.com uh, today and just uh, give it a read. So it's basically this exact same thing we're talking about. Like, it's it's crazy. It's actually crazy to, to think. I honestly about don't it. know what I don't know what team is further away from the cup than the Calgary Flames. Juan Jose hasn't won a game yet, so they're they're not very. But that's they, okay. they have younger They have younger talent yeah. that uh, like you, you, you got to you got to think Chicago. even with their three or four wins, they have Bedard, right? Where Calgary yeah, is, he, Jesus fuck. But Calgary, you got you got eight more years after this year. You got eight years. Eight more, you, have, you have eight years as like as we as we speak right now. As we speak right now, you have eight years minimum of a bad attitude. Unless you can trade it, but ain't no one. Ain't no one taking that money. Oh, you're gonna get. You're gonna pay someone else five million dollars a year to have them play against you. There's, that's last call at the, uh, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Dave, you have yourself a good night. Get yourself some sleep. I'm going to do that right now. And I've just never been so happy to say, Calgary Flames, you guys are fucked. They're fucked, fuck that team. Have a good night. And make sure you guys tip your server after the last call. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on Thursday night. Sorry, Mom. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. There it is, blunt talk from Dave and I about the Calgary Flames Wolves, where, what they're going to do, where they're going to go, how they're going to try to get it get it through. Thank you once again to SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app, for sponsoring the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four Beer Wars Sports talking a whole lot more, and 1420 in the morning as well, as we're here each and every day for uh, your listening and viewing pleasure. Make sure you uh, go to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, because we're, uh, we're a little bit everywhere. We've got a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, Jake's working hard to find some guests for us. Uh, the new intern there working hard over uh, down there in uh, central Illinois doing some stuff for us. Let's get to some birthdays and some uh, on this days and get you guys out of here for the day. Uh Happy 60th birthday to Baseball Hall of Famer, the crime dog, Fred McGriff, born on this day 60 years ago in Tampa, Florida. McGriff was drafted by the New York Yankees in the ninth round of the 1981 amateur draft at a Thomas Jefferson High School and was traded to the Toronto Blue Jays in December of 1982 and made his major league debut May 17, 1986, getting into a game uh, as a defensive replacement. But the next day, he started the game as DH and would line the first pitch he saw in the left field for a single. McGriff became an everyday player in Toronto from 1987 to 1990, where he would hit 125 home runs in that span, was traded along with Tony Fernandez to San Diego for Roberto Alomar and Joe Carter, a deal the Jays felt they needed to make to uh, propel themselves to a World Series. Turns out it worked. He was then traded to Atlanta in 1993 and was a part of the Braves' 1995 World Series team. McGriff would play in the big leagues for 19 seasons uh, with stops in Toronto, San Diego, Tampa, Chicago with the Cubs, the Dodgers. He had a career batting average of 284, 1,550 RBIs, and 493 home runs and was elected in the Baseball Hall of Fame in 2023. Happy birthday to 
the crime dog, Fred McGriff. He was uh, he was a good one. That guy he could play. He uh, just got to d- dealt some pretty. Uh, the Jays need to make that trade to go get Carter and Alomar to get them to the next level. They were licking the jar for a long time. I remember that trade. Being like, what the hell are they doing getting rid of? Because you didn't know much about Alomar and Carter because they played in San Diego, a smaller market, and everything else. And we were Jays crazy up here, and you're thinking, how the hell are you trading Tony Fernandez and and uh, and Fred McGriff, two uh, two stalwarts in that Jays lineup? But it, it turned out pretty good for the Jays, as you know, because in '92 and '93 they ended up winning themselves a, a couple of World Championships. And that World Series isn't done done yet, folks. I know it's two one for, uh, for for to Texas Rangers right now, but I think that that's going to go six or seven games. That that game was a closer of that last night than we thought. Uh, Scherzer was great last night, and then the bull and came in and might mopped it all up for 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 Texas, but I think we're gonna steal a couple more wins out of the uh, out of uh, at least one more win out of the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I hope so. Anymore, more baseball is always good baseball, right? That's that's not always one hundred percent true. There's some there's some baseball that's actually quite bad. But anyways, let's not talk about some uh, that something that wasn't bad baseball at all. On this day in 2001, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the New York Yankees started a game for the ages in Game 4 of the World Series in front of 55,863 people at Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Kurt Schilling of the Diamondbacks and Orlando Hernandez of the Yankees both threw absolute gems for the respective teams, each only giving up one earned run at the time they left the game. Both runs were uh, solo home runs. Shane Spencer for the Yankees at the bottom of the third and Mark Grace for Arizona in the uh, – he got her back in the fourth inning. The teams would remain deadlocked at one until the eighth inning when Arizona would score two to take a 3-1 lead. Schilling would give the ball to Arizona closer. Young Hung Kim to try and get out, get a six-out save. And more as it turns out, uh, Kim walked, uh, worked a perfect eighth inning. This is where things got interesting after Ramiro Mendoza worked a perfect ninth. Kim got a Derek Jeter to ground out on a bunt, gave him a single to Paul O'Neill. Strike, struck out, burn, baby, burn, Bernie Williams, and then gave up a two-run home run to the great Bam Tino, Tino Martinez, to tie the game. Marion Rivera would come in to hold the game at three, and then with two out in the bottom of the 10th inning, the legend of Mr. October was born. Derek Sanderson Jeter hit a 3-2 count on a nine-pitch at-bat to uh, send the Yankees two. A 3-2 or 2-2 series uh, tie. The whole thing. What a game that was uh, in 2001. What an absolute beauty of a ball game. Just uh, everything that you wanted to have in a game. The, the, the suspense and the tense and everything. Oh, you, you remember like it was yesterday. Twenty. It's hard to believe it's 22 years ago that that all happened. But on this day in 2001, the game started. And then Mr. November took over after minute obviously in the uh in the because of the 9-11 we all know that the whole story and that tragedy that happened but uh yeah it was uh quite a baseball game i thought the yankees were done and then tino tied into that one uh with two out in the ninth and uh yeah and then they just they, they stuck with kim through that whole thing and then the next night with brocious and everything else he had a he had a bit, a bit of a rough go over there in the bronx old beyond hung kim but that's too bad the yankees lost that world series one of the greatest world series i've ever seen in my life so make sure uh, yeah if you get a chance to watch that entire game, I, I used to do that all the time on Halloween. Uh, just watch that game, put it on, and drink some beers and handle candies to kids and everything else. So I might, I might actually just do that tonight. Who knows how it's going to all turn out here at 1420 World Headquarters. So, anyways, that's it for the, for the show today, guys. Thank you very much for listening uh, and being a part of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Uh, make sure you go for the 1420 Sports Bar. Check out that article we, that I wrote yesterday about that Flames uh, situation that me and Dave just uh, talked about on last call last night. 
as always, go to uh, bellyupsports.com to check out all our all our great stuff there. And uh, and uh, thank you very much once again to SeatGeek for sponsoring 1420 Sports Bar. We couldn't do it without them. So, uh, yeah, that's it for tonight. We'll um, talk to you guys tomorrow. We've got some guests coming up, talk some Oilers hockey this time around uh, with uh, the guys there at the hockeypod.net and everything else. So should be a lot of fun in the next coming days to uh, get more content out there for you guys to uh, indulge in on a daily basis. Anyways, as always, have yourselves a great day. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a great day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.